was made from volcano ash. His name is Larva. Well, golden built, his eyes like pools of black liquid gold, and his head is made of granite. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. I will be reading from one of my short stories titled Larva. I hope you will enjoy this reading. And please bear with me if I make any mistakes. Um, <laughs> it's late and I'm a little nervous, so just bear with me. Let's get started. Chapter 1. A man with slick black hair exited the bar with a cigarette dangling from the corner of his mouth. A glowing round orange, a glowing round orange object appeared in front of his eyes. He, I'm sorry, appeared in front of his eyes. Need a light? The man looked up in shock and horror, and nodded. He nodded, no. The cigarette dropped to the ground, and the guy ran to the black, to a black car that was sitting across the street, and nervously started roaming around in his pocket for his keys. He finally located them and opened the door and got in and started up the car. The strange figure appeared in front of him again, this time glowing with fire. What is that? The glowing figure carved something into the hood of the car. He he threw the car into drive and stepped on the gas. The glowing figure turned to ash in front of him, in front of his eyes. The car kept rolling through the streets as the rubber of the car screeched on the pavement. What the hell was that? As he says to himself. The man kept looking in his rearview mirror. The sedan came to a stop at a marina and he jumped out, jumped out and walked down to a yacht with the name Black Jack written on the side of it. He untied, he untied the yacht from the dock and was about to step on, step on it. I'm sorry. When he, when the mysterious figure appeared again, but this time, but this time in human form. I am Larva. Where is it? What? The cat with the ruby eyes. I don't know what you are talking about. Larva's eyes darkened and his body started to glow. The man stood back and started to shake. I'm going to ask you again. Where is the cat with the ruby eyes? The man nodded again. Lava threw back his hand and a blue ball of light hit the man in the chest. And the man fell overboard. The mysterious being turned to ash once again and was swept away with the wind. In a small dang apartment across the uh, across the city, a figure walked in and closed the door and walked into the path of a stream of light that was coming through the window. He sat down, pulled a cigarette out of, of a pack that was sitting on the windowsill. He lit it with, with his index finger. He lit a cigarette with his index finger and took a long pull off the seat and then exhale, exhale while looking at the city in front of him. Sorry guys, I'm so sorry about that. The little mistakes. 
<clears throat> I promise you, it get better. Chapter two. The cat with the ruby eyes is out there, and I'm going to find him. He took another drag from the cigarette. Then he closed his eyes and let the sounds from the street soothe him. He was woken by the stream of light that was coming through the window. Once again, this time around, it was the sun. He put out his cigarette. Before, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really I skipped a couple things here. I'm sorry. Let me read that again, the paragraph. Chapter 2. The cat with the ruby eyes is out there, and I'm going to find him. He took another drag from the cigarette, then he closed his eyes, let the sounds from the street soothe him. He awoke when he heard a sound of a horn coming from the street. He put out his cigarette before returning back to dreamland. The next morning, birds were chirping, and the sun was up and shining. He woke Lover out of his sleep. He got up, stretched, and looked out, to the, and looked out into the streets once again. He picked up a pair of sweatpants, took off the, uh, picked up a pair of sweatpants, and took off the pair of jeans he had on. He grabbed his keys, left the apartment, left the apartment, and jogged down to the newspaper stand that was around the corner from his apartment complex. He picked up a newspaper and paid the vendor. There was no mention of any of the incidents similar to the one from last night, except for a blurb down on the right corner of the metro section. The ashes were found on a yacht. Larry Van Reed came across his screen of his mobile phone. It was an email marked urgent. He opened the attack. He opened the attachment. I'm sorry. He opened the attachment. It was a picture of a ruby eye cat and a little girl. He trashed the newspaper and ran back to his apartment. As he opened the door, his eyes fixated on a dark figure in the corner of the room. Who are you? Lava Who are you? Lava asked. Lava hand started to glow. Be careful, son. A strange man said in a monotone. The man stepped out the corner of the room and lit a cigar. So, you are the one who was hired to find the cat with the ruby eyes. Yes, I am. Where are you? My name is not important. It's not important. I'm sorry. My name is not important. What's important is the little girl in the picture. I sent you. Lover hands, Lover's hand stopped glowing. I was told of the cat with the ruby eyes. The cat was the only object I was to recover. The little girl was was not of my concern. True until now, the man replied. I'm offering you a million dollars for the safe return of the little girl. No, oh, thank you, Lover answered. The man looked down at his feet for a moment and looked back up at Larva. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a card that handed and then handed handed to Larva. Larva took the card and took the card reluctantly. Reluctantly, the man stepped beside Lava and said, "Call me." The man exited into the hallway and disappeared. 
The car that Lover was holding disintegrated into ash. He went over to the window and watched as the man walked across the street and get into a black limousine as he drives as the black limousine as he drives off. Lover closes the blinds and lay down on the bed. When he opened his eyes, it was pitch dark in the room. The only light that was coming through the blinds. He His hand turned into a glowing ball of fire, and then the ball of fire disappeared. He turned on the lamp, set up, and grabbed a notebook and started writing. He started to sketch something. It was of the ruby-eyed cat. He closed the, note- he closed the notebook and turned the light off and went to sleep. <clears throat> Lara woke up to the sound of someone banging on, on his door. He wiped sleep from his eyes and got up to the answer get up to answer the door. He opened to a tall, lanky man. Are you Reed? Yes, I am. There's a phone call for you. Lover put on a pair of shoes and made his way down to the hall to the hall. To the phone. Hello, this is Reed. This is Reed. Yes, it's Reed. Hold on, give me one moment. Hello, this is Yes, it's Reed. Have you recovered the item? No. Please do so. Yes, I understand. The line went dead. Lover returned to his apartment. Lover jumped into the shower. As the water ran over his body, he felt relief. He turned off the water and stood with intensity. With intensity, while the supernatural heat generated from his body to dry him completely off, he walked out. He walked out of the bathroom, <laughs> fully nude. When he heard a startled sound coming out of a woman's mouth, "I am sorry, I was not expecting someone to be standing in the middle of my apartment." He, Robert said, "I knocked, and there was no answer. And I called out for you, and, and there was no answer." I figured I'd make myself comfortable. Lover was still standing all in all his glory. Miss, how may I help you? Lover put on a robe and sat in a chair by the window. Ah, Miss Lorraine, the woman replied, I have a proposition for you. Instead of you delivering the ruby cat, the ruby eye cat, to your employer. I would take it off your hands for half a million dollars. Lara looked out of the window for a moment. Miss Lorraine, thank you for your offer, but I have an offer. I but I have an offer, and I'm going to fulfill it. Now, will you excuse me? The woman walked to the door and looked back at and said, "Very well." The door shut, and Lara finished it. Lara finished getting dressed. When Lara left his apartment, his, he made sure the locks were secured on his door. A yellow cab pulled up and he got in. The driver started speaking to him. Lara just nodded and listened. The cab pulled up to a beautiful white mansion. Lara paid the cabbie and the cab pulled off. Lara knocked on the door off of the mansion. The door opened immediately and a butler appeared. Yes, he is waiting. He is waiting by the pool. 
Glover was escorted by the butler through the large atrium and through a pair of glass doors. Glover stepped out to an Olympic-sized pool. It was a beautiful day to take a swim, he thought. Hello, son. Hello, dad. They smiled amicably to each other. What can I do for you today? I need to borrow one of your cars. I need to meet a client. I will have it back in a couple of days. You can have it. I don't want your charity yet. I just need a car. Fine, you can still have the car because you need to get around and keep your business going. Son, don't start that. Lover said with mellow tone. Lover drove in drove off in a red action. No, I'm sorry. Drove off in a red convertible. He loved plastic cars. Twenty minutes later he was at a dock. A mysterious man in white was waiting at the end. Standing at the end of the dock. Lover parked and walked toward the man in white. How are you doing, Mr. Lava? Have you recovered the item? No, I told you that over the phone. I will get your item. Lover tone came dark and deep as his eyes. As he closed the gap between him and the man, the man turned around and removed his black sunglasses. Disappointed won't be for long, Barbara replied. Mr. O, the man bowed his head with the exception of the answer. With the exception of the answer. I'm reading the last part again. As the gap between him and the man closed, the man in white turned around and removed his black sunglasses. Disappointing. You won't be alone, Mr. O. The man bowed his head with the exception of the answer. Mr. Lava, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's take a walk. What a beautiful day. I cannot stress the importance of that. You are clear. Importance of that item. You are clear. Love replied. Okay, guys, that's the end of my short story. I see, you see that I still have more to add to it. Um, let me know how you like it. You could drop me a message at my Facebook page, Rody Foster. Or um, I think they have something up here. On here. Leave a voice message. Well, anyway, I would leave the link in my Facebook bio so if you want to get in contact contact me about the story I just read you got any comments or ideas for the story uh, just leave a message there it will be in my bio on Facebook Shirley Foster so I will see you on the next well I will see you in the next podcast, next episode. Goodbye for right now.